0: Prepare yourselves, because rising from the abyss, rising from the submerged desolation, are some of the most corrupt, steely-eyed, sauce that you have ever allowed into your ear holes. This is Relics of war. You will not be found wanting for Guild Wars, or Guild Wars 2 news this day. But. You might want a shower.
1: I have a feeling that when this, when the game comes out... Well, what am I talking about? This game's never gonna come out.
2: <laughs> yeah, really, this is the new Duke Nukem 2000, I mean it. <laughs>
1: Hey everybody. Losers, oh. This is the Relics of War. <laughs> well, there we go. We'll just start off like that. As Chaz, sa- Ch- Chaz Chaz said, this is the Relics of War podcast, the podcast about Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2, and the Guild Wars community news. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm off. I'm off my game here today. Let's just get right into it. The people that are here with me today, as you heard was Chaz with the uh, Chaz is totally awesome. Wait, totally awesome Blog.tumblr.com. Yeah. Also from the uh, the nation with the maple leaves. The maple syrup? What is it? I got nothing. I got nothing. You guys shut lights. There we go. You are the light-shutting people. How's it going, Chaz? Well, that's
2: awkward. Um, it's doing pretty
1: well, actually. <laughs> this is an awkward intro, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. If I had any common sense, I would just start over. But instead, also with me here today, is Qatar with GuildFans.com. Hi, guys. And uh, expect a short show? which doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a short show. This is where everybody goes to look at the time thing on iTunes, and they're like, nope, nope, that's not a short show, dude. <laughs> Why failed. T- yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're just expecting it to be a short show because there wasn't much news as far as Guild Wars 2 goes, but uh, we don't know for sure. Maybe Why we is could... That- just- we got Why Char is that Week. that
3: whole Char Week thing, but, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tiger's not here, so we don't have much to say about it, right? This is a good point. Way to go, Tiger, celebrating Easter and all that. Whatever. So basically, we're just saving Char Week for Tiger. Yeah, more or less. I mean, okay. I I did a little bit of in, uh, investigation on Char since I ha- I didn't pay attention at all this week. But like for about 15 minutes, I was trying to catch up on everything. I know mm-hmm. that's really really great. But um, actually, most of that time in preparation was actually making the new bumper for bar brawl. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if my if my uh, participation in Char Week discussion is lacking then when the bar brawl segment comes up, you can say, you know, that's a price well paid.
3: The bumpers are going to sound awesome, so it's all good.
1: That's right, we're making up for it in bumpers.
3: Totally worth it.
1: Yep. So yeah, uh, this week, basically, there's Easter and Char Week to talk about.
2: And other stuff.
1: Yeah. You know what, for Easter one year, when I was a little kid, I had this uncle who's an obnoxious guy. I love him, but he's obnoxious as hell. So he'd always try and give me noogies and stuff. So I ended up dying an egg that was not hard boiled. You see where I'm going? Keep, I keep went going, outside. Going. I'm I went outside and I threw the egg at him. <laughs> Problem was, I was way too little to have good aim. Totally missed. He laughed his ass off at me. <laughs> and I felt like a turd. It was a well developed plan and poorly executed. Oh, sure, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of like Guild Wars.
3: <laughs>
1: oh. I'm, I'm going to get
2: some hate mail from that
1: <laughs> yeah well yeah i should probably preface this episode but there's one topic that's coming up and from a preliminary show conversation we're all in agreement on something so i'm gonna try and play devil's advocate to try and ameliorate ourselves to arena net i'm not even sure i use the word just to, just
2: to, so in case anyone is like completely get thrown away by um ryan's verbiture basically ver- 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 like <laughs> this he's brought mo- he's brought he's brought Two of the most cynical co-hosts into the Relics uh, um, podcast this week. What do you think is going to go down?
1: Yeah, yes. So ArenaNet, are turn turn the podcast off and NCSoft hit unsubscribe would be your best option. Actually, they probably never hit subscribe in the first place. So there you go. No, they wouldn't. But yeah, so I'm going to play Dell's advocate to, uh, I use the word ameliorate ourselves to ArenaNet, but I'm not sure that's the right word. Is amelior- Is that what it means or does it mean like be a woman and fly across the
3: I have no idea where you're going, but just. And neither keep, do I. Keep charging, man. Just <laughs> keep, cool. talking, keep
1: talking. Keep talking. I had a, I had a five hour and then some coffee too before the show. Oh wow! So you're just yeah. wired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm shaking, man. I got the jitters going on. Someone else should say something. He's pre- <laughs> he's
2: preparing breakfast, recording, and playing Rifted all at the same time. Well, actually, has, at least he has
1: energy everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, well here's a crazy thing that's been happening to me the past week. Yeah. If if I drink even half a glass of water, I feel like I am drunk. For a very short time.
3: That doesn't seem that's weird. Right.
1: Well, I looked it up and it's they're saying that it's like water intoxication where you have too few electrolytes and too much water. So those of you that are runners out there or you know just Oh, well, all I see you- what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you call it feeling drunk though. Oh, it feels drunk. I, you know, I know what being drunk feels like, but I, yeah. I have my inhibitions there. It's just my head is like, woo, yeah, basically, way up there, and I'm seeing spots. It's because your blood is too thin; you're not getting enough oxygen to brain. Mm-hmm. So, fortunately, that's not going on right now. I've got too much oxygen going. Oh no, that's caffeine.
3: Interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah it's good times. What are we talking about? Well, uh, well, it's not like there's that much Guild Wars to talk about anyway, so we can just keep going, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's,
3: okay. It's okay.
1: List, um, now.
2: Whatever.
1: Yeah, sure. So let, let's just go back to the outline. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. Welcome to the Relics of War podcast, a podcast about us.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Playing yeah. the eco card. There you go. Yeah. yeah, so if we go back to the outline, I guess we'd be just jumping into SQL scope. No, SQL scope. Yes, that.
2: Yes. Yeah, By the way, cool. it is Easter week, so yeah. Uh, happy Easter. What is it? Happy Easter, Easter. Happy holidays, whatever the heck you celebrate, whether it be Easter, Passover, or, or, uh, or, or what
1: else? I don't know the other celebrations, if there are any. Or Spring they probably are. Spring uh, multiplication, uh, procreation. Uh, Multi- better, multiplication. I, <laughs> multiplication. Talking about bunnies, you know. What? Too many it's,
3: words, Ryan. Too many words.
1: <sighs> I am. I hope <laughs> this is in some way entertaining to the people out there right now because I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. Well, I'm having you know fun. what are so. gonna do for this expansion? is, uh, we're gonna take all the existing models and reskin them. Ah, for crying outside. Someone get us a new MMO, or I'll stab my ear with this pencil!
2: I have a question regarding that, uh, regarding that statement that you made in that intro. Um, is there any any possible way we could have both, um, both alternatives, you know, be met? Because it'd be kind of funny seeing you stab your ear with a pencil. Oh, oh, I, so, do kinda, I do kind of want to have Guild Wars 2 get
1: released at some point. Uh, yeah, well, about that last part. Yeah, I'll stab my ear with a pencil for you, but it's... Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about this. We'll have plenty of time. To-
2: <laughs> so after after you and Jim sing that duet that's going to occur at some point in the future, kind oh, like Guild Wars 2... Um-
1: yeah, uh, the Gemini duet thing, we are emailing each other about that, and we're trying to work out how we're going to deal with the technicalities of it, because we're not just going to get on Skype and try it, because there's going to be lag. Yeah, so yeah true. So it's totally going to be off sync. But we'll get it. We got it. So, uh, first section for segment topic. Topic for Speculator's Corner is... The sky will be blue. I
3: heard it's going to be produced by ArenaNet. I
1: heard you can use a keyboard with this game. I
3: heard you'll need a monitor to play this game. I
1: heard this game will work on Windows 7.
3: I heard that Norman really told That's
1: just speculation. It's going to be... I wanted to talk about map travel again, mounts, and like walking through and not getting aggro because, you know, uh, Katara and I are playing Rift right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that aggro thing. <clears throat> I
3: have to get a faster mount because I'm tired of hitting everything, even in zones where I'm like 10 levels above everyone. I'm like, yeah. I just want to get from place to place. That's all I want to do. So either I need a faster mount or I need to be able to fly or some kind of crap. It's ridiculous.
1: So that's what I'm thinking for Guild Wars 2 is, we were talking last week about how maybe there will be NPCs kind of as filler between the events, like mobs, I should say, as filler between the events. Right. But if that's the case and you're aggroing stuff as you're trying to get there, which I haven't seen any of, but if that were the case, that would be a pisser without a mount. So, what's up? I'm thinking that actually those that's not really going to be what's going on very much. Like there's going to be a lot of space between mobs, so you can just get through.
2: Just roll a warrior, and if anything gets near you, just throw a
1: bolus at it. There you go. You do that. Yeah. So I'll we'll just play warriors. Depends
3: exactly. on how the, uh, you know, how the agro mechanic works though, because in rifts it, I swear it's different for each mob I pass by. Cause some people will follow you forever, and some people will stop following you after a while. Sometimes when they hit you, they'll knock you off your mount. Sometimes they won't knock you off your mount. It's like, okay, I, it's just, it's too much sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, with rifts. I- Just as a side note for them real quick, they did a lot of things better than WoW, but as far as aggro goes, that was one of those parts of WoW that's not fun that you made worse. (laughs) I hate that so much. You're like, I'm going to get here. Oh, I've been dismounted by that thing that was hiding behind the tree. And it's like 20 levels lower than you, and it still hits you once, and you're off your mount. Oh, for the love of St. Pete. So, yeah, there. little rant about Rift on the Guild Wars 2 podcast.
2: See, I'm I'm like sitting on top of my, like, in pedestal right now just
1: laughing at you guys yeah i'm playing guild wars <laughs> i'm standing in the guild hall in guild wars
3: it's still much more fun than most of the other games i've played in the past so
1: yeah that's bet. my one big gripe about rift as far as everything else goes i love it so anyway enough about that we don't want everybody twittering about how that's all we talked about right
3: <laughs>
2: i don't actually so, care we'll talk I, about on...
1: I played rift during the
2: weekend and i have some things to say about
3: it I planned well, on losing Twitter followers after this cast, so it's it's cool. I don't
1: care. That's true. Sweet. So why would we be uh, expecting to lose Twitter followers? Well, let's just uh, batten down the hatches on this last topic then. I say, hopefully there will not be much aggro when you're trying to get to those events. There.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because if, okay. if the event is halfway across the zone of the area or whatever, and I have to kill everything to get there...
1: Don't forget map travel, guys. Don't forget map travel. It's well, I was just about be to say, over, though, yeah, the, the map. There, so, as far as the map goes, are you really going to be able to get to every fine little point you want to get to? I thought it just took you to specific points, and then you had to run to.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're going to be able to teleport wherever you want around the map.
1: Well, I mean, hopefully they don't they don't
2: uh, position the uh the uh um was it the map travel teleportation points as they um positioned all the resurrection shrines and Guild Wars prophecies, but oh,
1: that was a low blow, sir. I know, right? But, but let's hope that, you
2: know, they're smart people. They probably see this coming. They're going to do something about it. you know?
1: Well, when you watch the demos, I don't see a problem with this, so I'm pretty all well, right.
2: They haven't really, like, discussed all that much about, like, you know, the finer details in the game, like the mechanic, the number-crunching things. So we're talking a lot about the lore and, you know, just shaping the world.
1: Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I guess it's another one of those. We'll see it when we get to it, but we're a little mm-hmm. skeptical.
3: Right.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Next topic this is the loaded gun. Prepare the next 40 minutes for a battle of the Titans. Actually, no, this is just going to be a big-ass piss take. But let's do it. Release date. <laughs> what are your feelings on the release date so far versus the hype machine's implementation?
3: Um, I've been talking recently to people, uh, somewhat knowledgeable people in, it, in the industry, that are saying that the beta is going to be <clears throat> uh, Q4 of this year and The release date'll be next year. Um, now that's that's an educated opinion on my part based on who I've been talking to. But uh, the original release date was supposed to be 2009. So at this point, any <laughs> any possible guess that anyone has, I'm just like whatever. You're full of crap. I don't care.
1: Right. I'm just
3: yes. I'm so tired of of hearing speculation from people, whether they're whether they work for ArenaNet or NCSoft or not. I just I don't care anymore. <laughs> because mm-hmm. the hype machine has run me over so many times. It's just I I just can't do it. I can't direct any more mental energy towards trying to, to deal with it anymore.
2: And that makes sense because I mean, like what what are you given? Like what information are you given to really you know, speculate about? Nothing really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so but- I mean don't and this is for everyone, don't don't bother yourselves with it. Don't bother with listening to any crackpot talk about release dates or whatever or what they think or what quarter they think it's going to be released in and what year they think it's going to be released in. Mm -hmm. Just just
1: wait, honestly, and occupy yourself with something else. But I do have to say this as somebody that's developing a podcast and a fan site for it. Here's something that bothers me. and This isn't really a gripe. This is just kind of something that is in the back of my mind. It's like, dang, man, which is here I am. 40 episodes into a podcast about a video game that, you know, as of spring, early summer last year, I thought was going to be out by now, based upon how heavy the hype machine was going, yeah. here I am 40 episodes into this, and not only is the game not out, there's not even a release date. So, my thinking is this. If Guild Wars 2 is going to release in 2011, it's time to give a release date, or at least a ballpark. Yeah. Because, and if it's 2012... You started that hype machine way too early. In fact, they did already anyway. And my reason for saying this is really simple, which is if they announced a release date tomorrow, or at least a ballpark release date, so much of that um, interest, so much of that inertia, and, you know, just excitement about the game, about specific facts about it, like traits, um, the, the elimination of the Holy Trinity, all that, is already worn out. We've exhausted our interest in that because we've been aware of it for so long that when new people show up, they're going to be like, why should I play this? Um, it's got really good art and people are just going to forget to even mention the stuff that, you know, six months ago they had been like, oh man, you should see the professions. You should see the painterly feel of it in these demo videos. Now we're just going to, we've, we've lost it. Yeah. It's almost been a game in and of itself being part of this hype machine. And I don't know. I mean, this this is coming from a guy. Look at me. I have every reason to actually be even embarrassed about this, because I've been doing this podcast 40 episodes in. Man, most podcasts about video games don't even get that far when there's a game to talk about. So, I mean, I'm just kind of going, "Dang, dude." Well, there's enough to talk about still every week, but it's it's. I don't know.
2: You How know, do maybe I we should
1: re- realign ourselves and
2: say it's a it's a podcast about Guild Wars, Guild Wars Two, the Guild Wars community, and other stuff,
1: <laughs> and us, <laughs> and our. Lives. Well, that's pretty self centered. <laughs> I'd yeah, say I, you
3: know I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the the issue is when I first started the podcast, I was actually thinking we'll talk heavily about Guild Wars. But I found myself always writing down a topic about Guild Wars and thinking, I'm just rehashing what Sean did with the old Guildcast. No mm-hmm. one wants to hear that, he's still got those up. Right. But it is starting to feel like maybe we should just start, you know, rehashing some of those topics. Go back to basics. Yeah, go back to Guild Wars and say, you know what Guild Wars 2, if you wanna be the new Duke Nukem, fine, go ahead, you can be that, and we'll talk about what Mr. Stummy's up to. Yeah, I bet really. John Stummy right now is going, excellent.
2: Yeah, honestly, I like what John Stemmey's kind of doing. He's trying to bring a game back to life, really.
1: Yeah. But, you know, next week they're going to release The Mesmer, and then we're going to like, ooh, Guild Wars 2, we love you. Yeah, for really?
3: about 20 minutes, and then I'll get bored
1: again. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. those are some honest feelings of mine, and I will, I'm will. i done complaining now about the whole thing.
3: Right. For I mean, this episode. For me, it's it's super easy to, to point my fury at fan sites, or it's community managers or, or whatever, and they don't deserve it, because it's not them. It's, you it know, company? from from the talks that I've had with people, it's really NCSoft and their problems. not no making, way. Not making things work. Yeah, I know, right? Go figure. It's craziness. Wow. So they get a lot of hate, and they get a lot of, they have to hear it all, at the very least. And um, that's that's just not fair for them.
1: Yeah, go easy on the community managers, guys. Yeah. yeah. Especially uh, Stefan Lepresti, just because he's He's awesome. And he likes Stargate Universe. Yeah, there you go. And we're mounting the assault on bringing it back.
2: <laughs> okay, good luck with that. Yeah. Stargate, Stargate died when when uh, Richard Dean Anderson left.
1: Oh, he's MacGyver. He's always MacGyver to me.
2: Whatever, he was not MacGyver to me.
1: Oh, yeah. That's because you're, you're a young... All of scrapper.
2: us watch middle-aged housewife <laughs> uh, um, TV shows, Ryan.
1: Yeah, there you go. You, are you talking about Marge's sisters on The Simpsons? MacGyver.
0: Yeah, He's exactly. Like
1: but um, in terms of, what was I going to say? I thought of something that was like a nice thing to say about the situation. Oh, we don't know what's going on up top. Also, maybe something just hit and they're like, oh, we got to change this about the game. And it backed them up. I guess what I'm saying is early in the summer last year, they may have thought this game was coming out by now. Yeah. But something came out, something came up, pushed them back. And they're like, oh, crap. could have been financial, could have been NC soft, could have been the economy. Who knows?
3: And at the same time, that's that's cool. Stuff happens.
1: Yeah, I understand yeah. that.
3: But it would be kinda nice to know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and I know they can't be like, here's the exact reasons where everything went wrong, Cause here's the balance sheet. This is
2: why we're in a deficit. And this is why yeah. we can't make it make you guys Guild Wars two. Exactly. That's, that. that's fine. A, that's a sign of weakness.
3: Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's cool. It's no problem. Yeah. But some kind of inkling as to why things haven't gone, you know, as they plan them to go, mm-hmm. would satisfy me. And yep. I think it would help out with a lot of people who, you know, are tired of seeing new people come to the forums and ask the same crap and get dumped on, you mm-hmm. know, every time. It would just help out with attitudes in general. And, oh, yeah. you know, that's that's going to help out with people because in the beginning, I was happy to help with their marketing, you know, to, to help run a fan site and... To to forward their ideals to show new people how cool things were. Yeah. But it's got tired of it after a while.
1: Well, you're trying to sell something that's not even in, that could not even come out for another year.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't
1: give a sales pitch for something that people are going to lose interest in yeah. right. five months before it actually is available. So I don't know that there's that. This is I honestly think it was a wrench was thrown in the gears because I can't see how somebody can think that's a good marketing idea two years before you're even going to give a release date start giving out all the perks and information about your game. Right. and be like, well, alright, now we're just going to be quiet for another, you know, six months. To be honest, the way still- I
2: see it is that they announced Guild Wars 2 when Eye of the North was released in 2007. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but they- no matter what, no matter what, they had to keep that going, otherwise they would lose everybody now. Because, I mean, even now, when you see people talking about how bad Guild Wars is or how bad WoW is or everything like that, they're always, they always keep saying, no matter what, I'm going to be switching to Guild Wars 2 when it's released.
0: Yeah.
3: But you've lost people in the interim. You know, there's people that just aren't paying attention anymore.
2: Oh yeah, but that's not to say that when Guild Wars is actually Guild Wars Two is actually, you know, coming out, they're not gonna um they're not gonna I don't know, rediscover their their uh
1: value in the product. Yeah, sure. True. And also, um it's true that there's going to be a backlog of Relics of War podcasts. So when we don't seem that interested, still people might end up listening to old shows. Maybe. Of course, if they do that, they're gonna be like, "This podcast sucks" because huh. you know it's getting better as we go on. Especially if they hop in around like episode twenty-two-ish, where we were experimenting with video and we were like, "Hi, welcome to the Relics of War podcast."
2: <laughs> I made a funny face at Ryan. Ha 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 ha! It was
1: funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a failure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all right, enough of that. Uh, Guild Wars turn six. This was brought up by Tasha in the show notes. She says, "What do you want in game minis or something new?"
2: That'd be up for
1: minis. <laughs> I, I think there should be a John Stummy mini. We should have a r we should turn the guy into a freaking like game developer rock star. Dude, That's honestly,
2: there should mean. be like a that like, commando mini from oh. that would be that would be pretty cool.
3: Commando yeah, armor or so cool. some kind of tonic or something like that. that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah.
2: Well I don't know about the tonic, but the, definitely the mini. What if it was a reusable
1: tonic? Oh that'd be weird. Oh, wait, no, that would just be a costume. We should just do that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but on. a free costume that I don't have to freaking pay for. It.
1: God, microtransactions
3: Ugh.
2: You know what? Asking ArenaNet to not charge for costumes is like trying to hit a bird with a shotgun
3: That usually works pretty assuming, well, actually
2: Well, assuming that the bird is, you know quite, but is like flying an airborne
1: I don't know if this is a testament to my poor aim with a gun It's, it's or... a
2: testament to my poor um, ability to describe
1: a situation Yeah. Well, <laughs> There you go I was just going to say that when I was a kid I had a BB gun and I always had better luck hitting a bird with a rock than shooting it with the BB gun. <laughs> yeah. I can nail a bird with a rock. Can't go wrong with rock. Rock beats everything. That's right. <laughs> so I finally got a slingshot. That was where everything came together. <laughs> Dennis the Menace. Many birds died at the hands of my slingshot. Wait, my slingshot didn't have hands.
2: Anyway, the bar brawl. The most promised. <laughs> I bet <laughs> when you saw the book, How to Kill a Mockingbird, you actually thought I was a how-to guide.
1: Hey, can I start calling you Scout? Would you mind? Brunch. Why not? okay all right so you're now scout even though i already gave you one nickname which was chaz <laughs> now you have two all right so the bar brawl here we go
0: i need your clothes your boots and your motorcycle
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey.
1: you forgot to say please
3: <laughs> take it oh. <laughs>
1: Bar Brawl this week. Achievements are coming to Guild Wars 2, but how high should the bar be to get them? Oh, I don't know. As high as it is for other games, you know, congratulations on your interaction with the vendor. Should players be able to get all they want around a full-time job and family, or should they be reserved for those who can sink thousands of hours into the game? A little bit of Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay with there being achievements you can't get because of time? All I can say is, I don't care about achievements.
3: Yeah, really?
2: it's well, not one
1: of those types.
3: It, that's that's the whole thing about achievements is they they usually run the gambit of, or the gamut or whatever that word is, of um, people who just play the game, who play through it, and people who sink thousands of hours into it. So, you know, I think if they stick with the, the regular model that most games have, uh, have put forth in the past, I think that'll be fine.
2: Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's not like, this is not like amazing stuff here. I mean... There's no need to reinvent the
3: wheel. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with not getting achievement for killing 50,000 of, you know, whatever type of monster. Because I've got other stuff to do than kill 50,000 of that monster. And if I get it through the course of regular play, then that's fine. But You know, if I just happen to have that much time to spend on something.
1: I get a little jealous when they get a reward for it. Because it's yeah. Like, yeah. But I don't know if ArenaNet should really worry about that sort of jealousy. Because it's like, dude. If these people are playing your game that much and they're diehards, she, she gets something, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if so, it's... my wife, my wife's gonna be running around with those rewards, and I'm gonna be like, job. <laughs> I interrupted you. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was no me laughing. <sighs> oh, okay. we. Uh, so the Barbara comments came down to this one's from Lucas. Man, if I end up reading all of these. I I okay, this is one's from
2: Lucas. The value achievements have for me is tutorial and pointing me to other things I didn't know about. Well, Minecraft's should we just summarize? gets uh, what, what is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so none of us have read it, so we can Minecraft's can't new
2: achievements gets are a perfect example of this. They're the first step forward in an in-game tutorial, but they also clue you in on some things like riding pigs uh, off cliffs. I appreciate oh, these because they explain these th- those things that are helpful to know, but aren't absolutely necessary.
1: Oh yeah, I absolutely game. need to know how it to write a It saves you from tutorial
2: texts that always pop up when
1: you don't want to read them. Ryan. Oh, okay. As for the carrot slash stick ones, whether they're story achievements or collection ones or whatever, I find them easy enough to ignore. They make me feel the game's makers don't have enough faith in their game. Is that what he, really what he said just now? They make me feel the games makers don't have enough faith that their game is fun enough on its own. Wow. What? We what should really look thing. through
2: these uh, emails, by the way, just so that we don't look like fools when we read them. No, yeah. no, no. No, we,
1: who, who does that? And are trying to artificially generate replay value. I wish Sean was here, because then he would be like, yeah, girl, I don't.
3: I don't know that I agree with the generate replay value part. but
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's their opinion, though. I mean, it's the bar brawl. So. Yeah,
3: exactly. Well, You're stupid! No, I'm
2: sorry. As for the carrot, st- <laughs> as for the carrot stick ones, whether you're a story, whether they're story achievements or collection ones or whatever, I find them easy enough to ignore. They make me feel the game's makers don't have enough faith in their game, that their game is fun enough on its own, and are trying to artificially generate replay value. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat>
3: yep. No, I want the like, carrots.
2: Hey guys, you get an achievement for doing each of these dungeons that you did in the past, that you did two expansions ago. Go do them, so you get a title.
3: Well, if they've added content or something, you know, like that, then I can see it, but other than just, oh, go do this again, because we've added the achievements, eh.
1: (laughs) And I'm kind of skimming now, the the ones in the future, so that we don't have to read them all. Let's see. Oh, we only have two more, so. I have turned my laptop so I can read better. Archer Avatar says, exploration slash skill achievements are something I enjoy very much. Manage to not only save the village, but do so without letting any of the villagers die in the process? Achievement! Seeking out what lies in the darkest place of the world, going where no wizard has gone before. Achievement! I'm not a fan of achievements just for achievement's sake, or for grind achievements. If it's something that any blind, drunk, semi-brain-damaged monkey could accomplish simply by playing the game, then it's not a true achievement, and calling it that cheapens actual accomplishments by f- accomplishments by folks who can manage to fire off a complex sequence of skills, abilities, and not hit themselves on the forehead with the keyboard in the process, uh... I was raised in another area, era, area. yeah, I was raised in another area from where you are, sir. Where English wasn't
2: spoken. I know that. (laughs) As a first language.
1: (laughs) Weren't handed a trophy for simply finishing a task in a semi-competent manner, so my judgment on this topic probably doesn't correspond with the majority of gamers. When I was a kid, back in my day, a a look and a nod or a gruff slap on the shoulder was the highest praise one could get, or I'm sorry, one should hope for, and quite honestly fell Ten times better than any trophy felt ten times better than any trophy or medal I've ever been awarded, and I've got a few of those over a long lifetime, so he's saying that he's old, which is uh, corroborated by the back in my day statements no, <laughs> but I actually agree with him yeah yeah, yeah of course when,
2: I think we should um, take out grind achievement, it should honestly just limit grind achievements and make it it's okay to have like you know achievements where you like dedicate you know something. Dedicate uh, maybe a little bit of a time investment, but it should be you know meaningful, right?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, even with achievements, the it's like they're gonna have grind achievements. That's oh, yeah. the whole, That's the whole point of the achievement, you know. Oh, you've done something forty billion times. Okay, cool. We'll give you whatever, you know. We'll give five you a little points. way to recognize the fact that you did that much. Yeah, we'll give you five points toward your achievement score, or you know things like titles. That's I'm thinking of Rift, of course, and that's fine but mm-hmm. don't give away other stuff that's actually tangible, you know.
1: Yeah. At least at least allow me to turn off the achievement like announcements in guild chat. Yeah. Oh man, in some games you'd be sitting there and it'd be like so and so is an artisan of first aid and you're like that's like the first level of first aid. All he did was bandage himself once. Yes. Yeah. That stuff gets old. And then of course there there are so many there's always that person in the guild who's always so, so, so nice. And every time there's an achievement of any kind, they don't read what it is. They just see so-and-so got an achievement. Congrats! Yes, yes, thank you for congratulating congrats me on you that. Congrats, you found the I- start menu, you f- noob. <laughs> exactly. So, that's the other thing, man. If, if that is the case and it, like, spams achievements, don't say congrats to everything. Yeah. And this next one Tasha wanted to bring some attention to. She found it interesting. So oh, I guess yeah. we'll find out because have we read it?
3: No. I'll I'll read it. This yes, is going to be good. Yeah, let's do it. This is from Valder. He says basically I think achievements are great fun. They should give you some focus for your game time and something to show with it. Show for it. However, I think there are some potential pitfalls. I think that achievements should be just that. Games where you've got five achievements by the time you've left the starter area really annoy me. But they don't have to be really difficult. Just strike a balance. Also, they shouldn't be pointless or grindy. Perfect example is the Explorer title. Is real exploring about wall-hugging? No. Who would prefer an Explorer title where they got landmarks in the world and you get points for visiting them, maxing the title when you visited them all? I know I would. Makes a lot of sense, actually. Harder to implement, but it would be actually... High five. High
2: five to that guy. Please. Please. High five to
3: that guy. Yeah, you get plus 10 internets for this email. <laughs> My final point is probably a bit more controversial, but I think that some, not all, achievements should have actual rewards. These should be more substantial than titles for certain achievements, as some are so hard to complete that they deserve a proper reward, not just a great big anticlimax where you realize that most people don't really care what your title is. Obviously, I prefer a title, a la GW compared to some games, which don't even give you the option to display your achievements, but some more tangible rewards for the bigger ones could have been best. H1 Rewards for GW2 does something to remedy this, but Guild Wars Rewards should have been in. <laughs> then he says, wow, I went and wrote more than I expected. So the too-long-didn't-read uh, for that whole thing is, achievements equal good, but not grindy ones or hard ones with no reward.
1: So I think we need to get Katara on more often to read shit for me (laughs) i'm actually a good reader but not when it's that far away and i actually have 2020 vision it's just the whole car thing i record from a car people that's just sad i've been recording in a car for a podcast for 40 episodes for a game that's not even out
3: it's okay you're sacrificing for the sound integrity so it's all right
1: yeah Yeah, Shows you're professional other than when i just shook the microphone a couple minutes ago yeah you're making a point it's all good I i didn't notice anything it's all right i was making fun of myself with it so okay Good enough. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, uh if we were to summarize the common sense version of the take on achievements, it would be valder.
3: Yeah, yeah. basically. Basically. This is I the reasonable, reasonable response to uh <laughs> to what you should do with achievements.
1: It's sad when when someone makes that reasonable I noticed like if you really try and present a good argument to a like controversial topic and you do good, you know it because nobody responds to you. They have yeah. nothing to say. They're like, "Well, there mm-hmm. you
3: go." You just get ignored.
1: So what I tend to do oftentimes on forums now when someone's, like, really sensible about something is I either quote it, I do the little carrot saying this, or I make an obviously flawed argument against them to be kind of, like, sat- satirical. Like, to him, I would be like, what are you supposed to do then, like, if you don't have a job and you want to feel like you've gotten somewhere with your life?
3: <laughs> I'll have to try that more often.
1: Yeah. It's fun to do. <laughs> so, okay. uh Is that it?
3: I think that's all the emails we got.
1: Yep. Alright, then we will hop on over to Pro Tips. I can't find it in my queue. There it is. Q. I like the word Q. For people who don't know it, Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. Alright, remember that. Alright, let's move on. Uh, I think it's a pretty good plan. We should be able to pull it off this time. To Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Ah, ah. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Ah, ah.
0: Welcome Relics of War listeners to the Monumental Task. Prepare to become a Guild Wars pro as I share tips and tricks and assign a weekly task for the Hall of Monuments so that you can be an even bigger pro in Guild Wars 2. This week the challenge is to do the first six missions in the Prophecies Campaign. These are the Great Northern Wall, Fort Rannick, Ruins of Sermia, Nolani Academy, Orlis Pass, and the Frost Gate this will bring us one step closer to the protector or guardian of Tyria title. I obviously can't do a full walkthrough for each of these missions due to time restraints, and that's why the Guild Wars wiki is so awesome. So head over there for a more detailed explanation of each mission. Hopefully this segment provides structured guidance for players old and new to progress through content they may or may not have already done. Even if you've already done these missions, I hope you still enjoy the segment. Either way, here are a few tips to help you along your way. It's best to do the bonus objectives on your first run through of the mission. That way, you won't have to go back and play through the same mission again to get your Protector or Guardian titles. Even if a bonus objective seems nigh impossible, keep persisting. If you get really stuck, feel free to drop by the Relics of Or Forms and ask for some help. During Boreless Pass, make sure a specific member of your party is carrying the torch to light each Storm Beacon. It's best to have a caster carry it, as they can cast spells while still holding it, but it really doesn't matter because you can just drop it during a fight and pick it up afterwards. Finally, don't rush through these missions. A week may seem like a short while to complete all six of the missions, but they do not take very long, and with recruited assistance, they become even shorter. If you rush, there's a chance you may mess up the bonus and have to retry, so just sit back, relax, and enjoy the prophecy storyline. Though slow it may be, I'd say it's the most exciting out of all three of the campaigns. That does it for this week. Next week we'll continue with the missions as we travel to Kryda. This coverage of the missions was small, so head on over to the Relics of Orr forums and let me know what you think about the way I'm making this segment. If there's anything you think I could do better, let me know. I'm open to all suggestions, criticism, and praise. Thanks for listening to the monumental task. Now, back to more Relics of Ore. I can charrrrdly wait.
3: Um can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the uh, things?
1: Excellent. Let the people have their pro tip sauce. Cheers, pro tips.
2: Okay, so this is not really much in the way of a uh, Guild Wars tips, it's more about Guild Wars news. There was an update on Thursday, I believe Thursday the 21st, and it was done to address some um, GvG um changes in Guild Wars. Basically to the Dervish. For some reason, Ele- Blinding Flash got buffed. Grasping Earth received a nerf because it was used by a lot of cross-professional um, combinations. So basically, like you'd have a ranger that would use that would put a few, like, two, three points into Earth Prayers or Earth Magic, grab Grasping Earth, and basically he'd have an Area effect Snare. Mm. And then they made it so that the Mesmer's Frailty skill in PvP um, could not be spammed as often. Because it was used by a lot of uh, dervish teams to quickly apply conditions that had like 2 or 3 seconds worth of duration. And then they'd be removed, increasing the damage that frailty dealt. So they wanted to limit that ability to cast frailty on multiple people. And for some reason, the monk spells Divine Healing and Heaven's Delight uh, had a decrease in recharge time to 12 seconds as opposed to 15. All in all, when I'm looking through all this stuff, the dervish updates truly feel like they didn't hit home on the main points that were problematic for the Dervish.
3: Surprise, price,
2: Yeah, really. Um, for some reason, the Avatar skills, it recharges increased to 20 seconds. I'm guessing that's just so that it's more uh, meaningful to interrupt them. Um, Avatar is Balthazar, its uh, burning duration, whenever you end an enchantment, is reduced. So I guess you deal a bit less damage in GBG with that. And, but still, at the same time, they didn't really address the fact that Harrier's grasp when it comes to when it comes to a frontliner, you always have you know some sort of some method of judging a good player from a bad player, right? Like a bad warrior, you can see a bad warrior easily, clear as day, from a good warrior. A bad warrior will mistime bull strikes and use it on people who aren't moving. He'll use um, frenzy when he's under fire, you know that kind of stuff. But avid, but with um, a dervish in PvP, you don't have to do, worry about that stuff. You don't need a frenzy, you just use Heart of the Holy... or, what's it called? Heart, Heart of Fury. On. And you have pretty much an increased attack speed. No disadvantage at all. If you want to um, snare the target, you don't need bull strike, you don't need... you can just cast Harrier's Grasp, and now you have an enchantment that cripples an enemy whenever they move. Heck, you could be in a spear set and just throw your spear and cripple the guy. And then... Just to add insult to injury, that's the skill. It removes a condition and crippling
1: when you use it. I should be playing Guild Wars more often right now because I feel like we have totally blasted it today. <laughs> well, well the main not, point, I
3: think, was uh, 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 dervishes are still LOLOP. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Like, cool. I
2: don't see this changing the, the derp-vish in any way, sense, or form. There's still triple dervish teams that are like crazy abominations on what balanced PvP was all about.
1: Yeah, and I kind of expected there to be—I I didn't know how long it would take. I didn't have any speculation, mm-hmm. but I did assume that there was going to be pretty much, you know, a balance issue yeah. once the new dervish release was out.
2: Now, to, to ArenaNet's credit, they did change Lys's haste so that it has a twenty-five-second recharge, so you can't spam an instant cast interrupt all the time.
1: Yeah, that was pretty obnoxious. Yeah,
2: and then um, dust cloak and its recharge time is six seconds because. At recharge time of or its recharge time was 6 seconds, it's now 10 seconds. At 6 seconds, you could pretty much keep blind on a target 50% of the time. That's pretty crazy. Um, and Aura of Thorns, which was basically an area effect snare, its energy cost is increased to 10. I still think that it needs a bigger nerf because that thing is like kinda of one of the heart of the problems. A dervish can keep an improved movement speed on the target, can attack faster, can do both at the same time, which is very important. Can snare multiple players and can bl- and can even line back and blind other damage um, front line damage dealers
1: at the same time. You know, I, I just had a thought. Mm. If you were if you were nicer about your criticisms, they might actually listen to you and say, "Hey, we should get that guy on board."
2: Well, Considering they're how, gonna, how they're much are you- definitely really not going to listen to me. They're going to listen to people who actually know GBG, like the American Test Crew GBG players and <laughs> ASP. Ensign, <laughs> where, where are the other guys? And pretty uh, much everyone from Rebel Rising.
3: Oh, uh, test crew, you make me laugh.
2: I know, right?
1: <clears throat> anyway, why, why do I not
2: feel like I know what the
1: hell's going on?
2: Okay, for the, so those of you who don't know, the test crew, they don't really have all that much sway with what ArenaNet does. Oh. It actually took them like a lot of convincing. Like, back when the Mesmer update was occurring a year ago, um, ArenaNet, they wanted to release... Do you know the skill Migraine? Yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, heavy degeneration skill, elite, mesmer. It doubles activation time on all skills, all skills. Um, it's an ori- original incarnation. It could be kept up on two people with wo- on two people at the same time, because it'd have a, r- a sort of recharge so you can overlap it, right? And then you just use a cover hex so that it wouldn't get removed. The test crew pretty much screamed at Arena and said, "Don't do this. This is a bad thing." And they finally listened to him and changed uh, the recharge time and duration so that you only could really keep it up on one person at the same time.
1: Okay. So you're kind of saying well, that they, it's... It was, not like, wow.
2: it was not like they had an easy time of doing it. They had to pretty much like go head, head over heels to convince them that they should not let you be able to spam a hex that pretty much shuts down and slows down your backline.
1: When you give somebody a job description, you should probably let them do what their job is described as doing. Well, that's the thing, the test crew,
2: oh yeah, the test crew, they're just volunteers, and ArenaNet, obviously, you know, they're ArenaNet, but at the same time, you got to realize that ArenaNet only had one big PvP skill balancer, Isaiah, and he's moved to Guild Wars 2, and and you know what? Um, I'm not saying that you should get GBGers to give them a job at ArenaNet to balance skills, but at the same time... Time. there's only so much that ArenaNet, that Live Crew can actually, you know, grab before they realize, oh wait, that might not oh. be an idea.
1: I was confusing Live Crew with Test Crew. So Live Crew, that's Joe Hostel and fellas like that, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay, yes. Test Crew is volunteers, people well, They're all volunteers, it. yes. They're, so Joe is a volunteer for ArenaNet.
2: Joe? i wait, thinking, I think he gets a
1: paycheck, though.
3: No,
2: Joe, okay. gets paid. yeah, he works for live me.
1: Live Crew's paid, Live Crew is part of ArenaNet, Test Crew is volunteers. They're yeah. all
2: volunteers, they're all people who... Pff, played the game and they have like no association with Arena Nats.
1: Yeah.
3: TK is just people who got uh, selected because they seem like they knew what they were talking about.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I will have no aspirations to be of that.
3: No, but that goes back to what you talked about earlier, Ryan, is if you could present your ideas in a nice manner.
1: (laughs) Oh, do they fail at that?
3: No, no, but people have, I've seen people do that for years. And they constantly get ignored, and they get frustrated, so they stop being nice.
1: So as being part of the test crew, is it actually partially your ability to sell your argument?
3: I I, I don't don't join the test crew. It's been so long (laughs) since I've talked about test crew, and since people were selected, I don't really remember what the criteria they used was. But I do remember laughing heartily at some of the people who were selected beyond the test crew.
1: I remember back when I was playing WoW, I'd get on the forums to say, you know, you're screwing up the disc priest here. that's all I cared about was the disc priest But and I would present an argument I would do my best to get down the math and all of that and I would try and be cool about it Just pres- and then the next person there would be another thread saying the same thing I did, but just raising hell and high water guess who got the response?
2: Yeah, exactly, we gotta understand that, that in, forums, so in forums, it's all about just trolling, like when it comes right down to it, it's all about trolling
1: That's what I'm asking here, is like, is that the same trend going on here, or is the test crew actually the people who are able to kindly present, you know, hey, here's a problem, we're not saying you're idiots, or that you should get fired, we're just saying, this needs changed. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, I I I wish that you could do that in games, and present it that way, and get the best response, I'm not going to say that's how it works, though, all the time. But I have no experience with that in regard to ArenaNet, so. Mm -hmm. Looking at these changes,
2: it seems that ArenaNet's trying to reduce grasping Earth at, Grasping Earth's impact on Guild vs. Guild. They're trying to bring Element Elementalists back into the fold. You see, they've always been making little small upgrades to the Elementalist skills. Even some of the most perfectly balanced skills are just power creeping them. It's because they want to get Elementalists back into the swing of things.
1: It's Scatter, man. Well, oh, that's for PvP? Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's for PvP. Well, for, for PvE, a skill rework on par with the Dervish is going to be, ne- be needed because right now, What's the point of using Savannah heat when 60% of the damage is reduced? Yeah. I, and I and know. even that like I mean there's ways to get out of scatter like proper balling and honestly just more enticing single target damage skills like invoke lightning.
1: Oh god, I bet Stummy right now is listening and going, you know what? Don't talk about me anymore. <laughs> this is how it's gonna go. Don't talk about Talk about, about our Joe game. Kims. He's the bad one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's a cool guy. Alright. This has been a great episode, man. We're making lots of friends. Ooh, so okay, right? this is this is why the game should just come out so we'll stop being like this.
3: I never showed up on their radar before anyway, so it's yeah. it's all good.
2: <laughs> They're gonna be sending I... their um Vatican warlock ninjas to kill me.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's uh let's go have a piss take with another game instead. Let's talk about Trader Arcade. Sweet.
0: Those stupid frat habits.
1: That's not guild wars. And now it's time for Trader Arcade.
2: It's funny because We've been, you guys were talking a lot about, like, I've been putting a lot of uh, ga- a few games into Trader Arcade, and you guys have always been talking about them, but I never actually posted on the episodes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Wait, you've never been part of a Trader Arcade?
2: Well, I think I haven't once, but it was heavily Rift dominated, and this was after I did not play the game. This was before I actually played the game, so... Yeah, but really how long did you play it. the game this time? Hmm? Me? Yeah. Um, just played during the weekend event. Okay. What did you think of it? TLDP too long didn't post didn't too long play. didn't play too long didn't play oh, No, but I seriously, I, I might think about it when you talk about when you like talk about the end game and like how enticing it really is because that's what it boils down to yeah i got nothing to say about that yet
1: because yeah i'm at 36 right now so that's another 14 levels to go but i can't say the leveling process questing it still looks like the fastest way to do it but the funnest way to do it in my opinion is either pvp or rift hopping and event hopping mm-hmm Despite that it's slower, it's just freaking aggro of mobs all the damn time. Okay, oh, it drives me crazy. It's like that is not fun when I get dismounted and fight something. Why is that in the game? Just okay. I'm enough. That's enough bitching. Tran's oh. like I'm glad he doesn't do a podcast for us. Damn.
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, but um, Rift. You know what? I can see where it's kind of coming from. They're kind of trying to bring back, you know, the good part about WoW, where like everyone is sequ- sequestered in their own little server and there's no looking for dungeon tool that deteriorates instance groups. Actually, the, that's
1: coming in the next patch.
2: Oh, what? Okay, never mind then. I'm writing this off. I, um, I like it, but... Yeah, yeah, I like it too. Because, I mean, it's it, it's just like Guild Wars where you're like sitting in an outpost hoping that someone calls for your class or your profession, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, you're just sitting there doing nothing and then you've got seven heroes and that's just, yeah. You don't have that
1: option in Rift. The thing that Rift really got right was their calling system and the souls.
2: That's true actually. It's it's really unnerving for me because there's so many abilities on your bar, and I'm just like, how do I yeah. how do I you know, figure out what to do with what? And the problem is that for me anyway, and this is just a personal pet peeve, it's nothing against the game act, truly. I mean if anyone really like wants to get a good opinion, they shouldn't be looking at me. But I did not like how the skills on the skill bar, they all look the same. It's all a raised sword doing this, or a raised shield bashing someone's head open. It's all the same thing, and I can't really get my head around it.
1: Well, it's like WoW, but just the graphics are better in that regard.
2: In a way, yeah. I don't know. In In WoW, I mean, I shouldn't be be, um, giving it so many points, but at the very least, when you rolled a play class, they didn't all have the same um ability kind of a paradigm oh it was not always build three combo points and then use a finisher skill.
1: hmm that's i on my cleric I don't really see a lot of that well um it's, on the warrior, more on warriors than, on the yeah. warrior that's how it works and on the rogue it's combo yeah. points yeah yeah that's true the cleric has the conviction oh yeah it, yeah it's a whole different thing And uh, in regard to the cleric I wonder if Katar knows about this but like I said in wow I played a disc priest and i've been trying to heal with my cleric this whole time and I was looking at builds right mm mm-hmm. And the biggest, most popular ones were the sentinel, which is a holy priest, basically. And then you've got the warden, which is a druid, pretty much. Right. And I've been looking at that Chloromancer going, now that I've never seen before and I want to try. But I'll get back to that. Maybe I won't. But someday I'll talk about it. Because I need uh, to try it.
3: I've heard Chloros are are really nice. A couple of the guys in the guild have been playing around with them. And um, if you learn how to play them, they can work really well.
1: I hear they're OP because you're doing offense to heal. Yeah. That's insane. That is cool.
3: Yeah, it's it, you basically convert hmm. damage to healing. That's
2: pretty
1: Works rad.
3: really works really, really well in a group. So uh-huh. basically does it um does but it solo it basically leveling use numbers.
2: Cool. Does it have like the same number same healing numbers as like
1: a healing priest? They can heal a group with it. it yeah, thinking, it's, like, it's,
3: it's not it's
2: not straight. like a bard where it's just like support. We're just like support healing. It's like actual big numbers, you know, you can keep a guy at topped with this. It depends on you...
3: what you're doing. I mean, it's not straight uh yeah. heals, you know, like a healing monk would be in, in Guild Wars or anything. It depends on uh who you're fighting, where you're fighting, stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Is it kind of like the ritualist in uh Guild Wars where you like have stuff like vengeful weapons so it steals health from the next person that attacks you? Ew. I don't
3: I don't really know. I haven't uh rolled okay. one myself. I haven't gotten into So I it
2: guess yet. I'm really just asking a blank wall at this point.
1: Well, you're putting debuffs. You're putting debuffs on the target. Of... Okay you know your group and that debuff causes healing to anybody that attacks it. Oh, that's Space interesting. Of that nature, it's really cool. I wouldn't be surprised if you need two of them to heal a group. Kind of like, hey, since you can do offense and healing, you kind of you're kind of cut in half. Yeah. But it sounds like they actually do all the healing for a group the same as a a sentinel would do. Yeah. So I'm like, if that's the case, I don't know why you'd be something else other than you accidentally rolled a cleric and leveled to 36 before you found out. Well, you but- can also
2: I looked at the, the- cleric souls, and you could be a tank if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, and I, I've done that. I have a Justicar. That's but pretty cool. That's
3: what I the rolled. Thing, it's so awesome. The,
1: what I found last night that pissed me off was this whole time, I'm a, I'm a disc priest aficionado, I found out the purifier is that, kind of. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's got all kinds of shields and stuff. I gotta try it, so I don't know, but I'm gonna be testing that out today. Because it's like, dude, if I don't have to be reactive and I can be proactive, yes, please. Right. So it's kind of
2: nice how ripped it has like all those different classes. And whatnot, like it's kind of interesting. Mm. It's just that when you get right down to it, why roll a warrior as a as a person playing a game? Why roll a warrior when all you can be is a tank or a damage dealer? Why not roll when as a cleric you can roll um, and be a, either a tank, a damage dealer, a range damage dealer, which is pretty awesome because it's a lot more more uh what is it? It's a lot more uh safe than a, a frontliner, right? So you can either be a range damage dealer, a tank, or or a healer, and the rogue it's kind of the same thing.
1: Well, yeah, but I think the the thing is kind of like in Guild Wars 2, it's about flavors. So one it's about class- flavors, but that's yeah, true. That's yeah. True, so if you like if you like healing people with your mandolin, mm-hmm. go for okay, it. Okay, that's that's not gonna happen. Yeah, but um there's also an argument that the warrior's paladin tree can be a healer. I doubt that's really yeah. very accurate from what I looked I actually at. Actually, but- looked
2: at the warrior's the warrior tree, the warrior paladin thing, and all I can really see out of it is being um self healer. It's you know. No, it's kind of like um, the the Dervish in, in Guild Wars and the Death Knight in World of Warcraft. They have ways of self-healing, but they're by no means primary methods.
1: Yeah, okay.
3: That's cool. Well, and I had the same, basically, realization about clerics and warriors uh, when I was playing a couple days ago and asked some of the other guys who were already into the in-game content uh, in the guild. <laughs> and for in-game content in PvP, there's some stuff that warriors can do that clerics just can't do as effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think especially for PvP where you've got a more intelligent opponent uh, yeah, trying to, to fit a cleric into a warrior's role would cause problems.
1: Oh One yeah, in thing in PvP, I really pretty like much. in
2: rift, I was gonna say this right now. I like how they have their own PvP soul class for each yeah. of the different arts. Mm-hmm. So that's how you balance PvP. You don't have to balance the different souls, you just have to balance that tree.
3: Right a lot of people have been complaining about balance in in rift and and problems and the the stuff they're complaining about they you know they go for the oh there's so many classes or, or roles so there has to be all these balance problems well there are balance problems with a couple of skills and that's cuz they're broken because the game's still new not because the class itself is overpowered or or whatever
0: yeah
3: i mean mages mages and rogues i think they're getting a little bit of a buff in 1.2 just overall which seems reasonable to me, but it's not that. Oh, the system's too complicated; and it can't be balanced. Well, if you have that argument, then you're probably just uninformed and stupid. So, Fortunately, yeah. Here's here's looking at everyone in the Guild Wars Guru Two thread about Rift.
1: Yeah, there you go. And that's the thing: is if if you could do like Guild Wars and make it so complicated that it can't be balanced in theorycraft, so nobody can complain. Yeah, right. you'd be like, well, you go ahead and show me how to balance it. Well, I it can't; it's too complicated. There you go. Enjoy the game.
2: I do like how in the game when I I played Rift, it was playing as a paladin, right? I Mm like the whole paladin archetype, and it was very shield-oriented. I like that in games where you could be offensive with a shield. And you know, the thing thing that keeps driving back is that most everything that you do, it's all based on random number generators. Like, you have a chance to block. I don't like that. I like it Mm -hmm. when I go into, like, Guild Wars and and if I want to block something, I just press a skill and I block it.
1: Okay. I just realized how long we've been talking about Rift, and with a lot more zeal than Guild Wars. And
3: it's so... it's been a while, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> so, you know uh, Bord- un- Borderlands—it's unfortunate, but it is a new game, right? Well, that's the thing—is it's out. Yeah. So, what did you think of Borderlands,
2: <laughs> Chev? So, what did I think of uh, Borderlands? I, me and my sis are playing it now, and because I find it's like burdensome when you're playing alone, but um, it's really really fun actually. Um, we've only gone to like level ten or twenty or something like that, but. I don't know, it's just a blast. You, you don't have to worry. Yeah, there's. it's kind of like an MMO where you have, like, you know, tasks or quests, hmm. and you gotta, ha- ha- you know, gather eight her herbs and bring it back, you know, that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's enticing, it's fun. The enemies you face, they scale with your level, so there's never, there's never a dull beat at all. And I mean, I don't know, it doesn't feel like much of a, a gear grind, like it usually is in most games that are like that.
1: Yeah, I actually played Borderlands pretty recently, and, <laughs> and i also, mentioned the cel cell shade. Um, here, so
2: I can't, so I, she can't really defend herself on this, but I thought that the, uh, what was it, the, um, what was the art style that Borderlands had? Yeah, cell shading. Cell shading. Mm-hmm. She, she really ripped on it, and I thought it was kind of silly because it was only because of what some kids in college thought was cool back when she took, took animation and there was cell
1: shading. Well, to defend her, it's kind of like Evanescence, okay, let's compare it to that. That is a good band. I really like them, but they were overplayed bad. But (laughs) any other band that comes out now that sounds like them sounds so great because I haven't heard that song before. Right. It's, this is what Borderlands is. The cell shading was used and used and used. And now that the whole, ooh, this is so cool is over. Now when it comes out, it's just like, oh, hey, there's that cell shading (laughs) again. That's kind of, that's nice. So I can understand both sides of it. Those of us that were there for the Evanescence, you know, radio, (laughs) oversaturation got a little tired of it yeah even though when they first came out i was like oh this band is so cool one thing i have to complain about
2: borderlands though is that even though you have four distinct characters they only have one special ability each and no matter what um they have like kind of have like a talent tree like in rift or Mm -hmm. in world of warcraft where you, you put points into it after each level up And it got kind of to the point where, yeah, you could put points into infantry or support or medic, but at the same time, but at the end of the day, you're still a soldier. You still have that turret that you summon that provides cover. Nothing really changes. So, I don't know. If you're going to have a talent tree system, you should have a bit of specialization in there. Sure.
1: It was, it's, it's kind of like oblivion in the way that, ooh, this feels like an MMO, but it's designed for just me. Mm -hmm. And I like that. It was fun.
2: I love how um in Borderlands it actually feels really really fun, but not like f- the kind of fun where it's just, r- you're just breezing through it when you have several people playing with you.
1: Wait, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the monsters yeah.
2: scale with the difficulty, with the number of players, so sorry. Yeah.
1: And yeah, Mucho's fun be- all around. <laughs> the bad news is, you have hiccups. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed me doing that? <sighs> I have,
3: yeah. yeah. I just thought it was Chaz.
1: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> you thought they were real hiccups. Man. Oh, you're fine. It only started in like the last couple minutes.
3: Yeah, that's cool. Okay.
1: So, uh, hopping into the emails then. This will be a brief email. So he said... Wait, did I even say who wrote this? Uh, Balls! uh, I didn't say who wrote this email.
3: Oh, it's that one guy. Uh, Or is it not? No, that's a different one.
1: I gotta find out who this is. I don't know where I am right now. Uh, I'm gonna pull up Uh, Google Chrome's, like...
2: This will be a very brief email. For starters, Ryan for the win with Vista. I hate it. Yep. Second, I've had this idea about the new mystery profession. I find it odd that everyone seems to have mutually agreed that the last class will be something of a gunner class, except for Spirit. Or was it Tiger? I don't remember. Anyway, (laughs) since it's something everyone is expecting, don't you think a readnet would have picked up early on that it would be a little too obvious to make a gunner? you think they'd be a bit more creative than that, given their history. I get the wait, feeling wait. it's going to be something no one is expecting, like a guy who shouts at people and throws spears that magically regenerate. That's just an aside. <laughs> That's what they do best, right? Keep up the good work on the podcast. Can't wait to hear the Gemini
1: duet. Yeah, so he says keep up the good work on the podcast. I think it's a he. when I didn't even have your name in the outline. Your name's Kaon Frostblade. I found it. Credit, we're credit.
2: No trees were harmed in the making of this email. However, a huge amount of electrons were horribly
1: inconvenienced. But were they teleported? Sorry, I'm investigating quantum physics right now. Okay. I'm enjoying it. What? Uh, you know quantum teleportation, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what it's about? Vaguely. It's like the mirroring of electrons, so these electrons can have the same state, and you can actually communicate that state between the two instantaneously, no matter how far apart they are. And they're even proving that even oh. across different time gaps... So basically, if we learn to use this correctly, we can talk to ourselves or our alien overlords in the future. And that'll be fun. Sounds to
2: boring. Let's go to Facebook. There you go. <laughs>
1: no, I'm kidding. I stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. I now know quantum physics. Yeah, Actually, really? I, one of the guys I like to listen to is Stuart Hammeroff. You can look him up. It's S-T-U-A-R-T for anybody that just got interested. That's like all of one person. gamer. <laughs> Bargamer. gamer says, loved your last show, especially the round table. Sir, the round table. Was on Guildcast when oh. they had us on. Oh snap. <laughs> yeah. We had Sean on because you know what? Sean was on the show. That's all there is to it. And that's just Actually, I would, would like to have, I would like to have him back simply because he sounds good on Relics of War. He doesn't sound good on Guildcast. Oh. <laughs> oh. I had to give that to him. Production value slam. What you do is you deliver like ultimatums or you lay down the gauntlet so people are like, oh, I gotta come back now. That's why I also edited in at the end of the last show. That little thing that Jenna said about me that made me sound better than him. (laughs) Of course, he's probably going to have like a comeback now on Guildcast. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But you should come back, sir. And so should you, Ruby, even though she heard that. And she's like, dodge the bullet. Ruby, 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 Ruby. And he says, I especially liked it when you read my bar brawl comment. And probably the one you read earlier on this show. Hint, hint. Basically saying, read it. Regarding rapping. Did we read it? I don't remember. Soy oil. Did soy oil. Bar gamer Jesse. Did he say something? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Maybe
3: he's talking about that comment that you just read. Yeah, possibly. What
1: is
2: this? I don't even...
1: (laughs) Regarding wrap-up of Char Week, I don't put much stock in there being an engineer profession. Oh, yeah, because they were talking about some guy who was a master engineer architect and something else. It's like, yeah, they used the word engineer there because that was his actual job. He Uh, was engineering the buildings. No,
3: Ryan. That means there's going to be a profession. Hello. I know,
2: right?
1: Oh my god, there's going to be an engineer. There's going to be an down. engineer profession, and he's going to be using riffles. Since that guy was an engineer and an architect, I can also say that there are obviously then char cad guys who fix his mistakes. Any engineers that listen to the show suck it. Because I don't... Actual engineers, by the way. I'm being really nice right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am fixing engineer mistakes every day. That's my job.
3: Maybe that's one of because your crafting classes that you can do.
1: Cad guy? Yeah. You bust out a computer. You sit there with a cup of coffee, and everybody comes up to you and says, "Must be nice to have your job." Exactly. I'm letting out a lot of steam <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because I don't think they fit the Norn or Silvari engineers as much as they fit the Asura or Char. Ah, so he's saying, "Well, that's the thing, though, is they've already got class, or I'm sorry, professions in there that don't really like the Guardian doesn't fit the Char mm-hmm.
3: much, or the so, Asura. None of the classes really fit the Asura. I mean, an Asura assassin." Have you well, seen what him about the <laughs> target?
1: <Elementalist?
3: laughs> that looks maybe that. Okay, I'll give you that, but all the other ones, you see him in like the concept class armor, I'm like, <laughs> uh, it looks silly.
1: You poor Asura are just the joke of Guild Wars, aren't you? Yep. It, so sorry, but I guess none of us really agree with that. Because I don't think they fit the Norse of Ar- as much as they fit her Char. The humans, maybe. I loved the story though. It was the first time I genuinely sympathized with the char. Ritlock doesn't count. I just Admired his badassery. Yeah, Ritlock is awesome. He's also, if if the voice acting for Char are like him, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. But if it's a bunch of guys who sound nerdy going, ah, That's going to annoy me. I'm a cat person! Ah. Don't go Twilight on me. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Also, a joke. Once the cub grows up and finds out about his parents' rather uh, dynamic relationship, I propose that his full name shall be Varos Hatef. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Big smiley face. I don't even know like where that came from. So you got so oblige me. What happened? Well, I think it's their naming convention. Like it's. <laughs> I just read it on the outline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their names are kind of uh... consisted of something that uh, is pertinent to the context of their lives. I'm making up words so that I sound smart when I don't know what's going on. You've seen uh, dances with wolves, right? Yes. And it was like stands with the fist. Yeah. Totally impertinent. Totally irrelevant to the conversation. But I didn't know this. Stands with the Fist in Dances with Wolves is Laura Roslin from Battlestar Galactica. That's true. And I knew Mindful. that when I was watching Dances with Wolves. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I, see, I've seen it recently and I didn't even put that together. I didn't notice because her face is so much thinner and stuff. But then I I looked up, uh, I don't remember why I was looking up Laura Roslin. Oh, because some woman died recently that looks like her but isn't her. Uh, So I looked her up on IMDB to find out what her real name was. I'm like, she was on Dances with Wolves? What the crap? So I was looking at it. Damn. IMDB, I love you. (laughs) And then I had another, like, really crazy. When I recognize a voice or a face and I can't peg it, it drives me so crazy. So the other day, the Mazda commercial comes up. And the voice in the Mazda commercial is like, who is that guy? I know that voice. So I'm, like, just going crazy trying to figure out who that is. And then all of a sudden, Stefan Lopressi and I start talking about Stargate SGU, and then it hit me. It was Colonel Young. Everybody oh. that watches that, Colonel Young does a voice for a Mazda commercial. Hmm. And it's very fitting. I wish I had that voice. I do not. I just have this cheesy-ass voice that I'm always trying to make into another voice. Uh, so yeah, voices. Oh. That's great. Jared, oh, I'm sorry. Jared. I'm not going to say his last name because this is a real name. Oh, you bastard. Oh, terrible. I'm Jared says, what's it up, Well It's true.
2: I decides to give you guys an update of what I'm, going to si- what I'm going to do to stay in shape. The last 5K I ran was in November. I did it in 19 minutes and 28 seconds, which is good for being out of shape, but nowhere near my 810 I did a year ago in high school. I also rock climb, bike, and play volleyball on occasion. I try to get at least one, mo- one five-mile run in a week, but it has been difficult this semester between school and work. Keep up the great podcast. Ice Clave,
1: Jared. Okay. So uh, for those Americans who don't know what that is, the 5K, if you've ever been to a cross-country race, that's the standard distance, which is 3.1 miles, which I have done plenty of times too, and it's scary how much like my times his are. But that was in high school. So I did like 19-ish minutes on average, but my best ever was an 1802, I think, and it was a completely downhill run, the whole thing. So it's kind of stupid that I got that PR because it's like, well, I was assisted by a thing called gravity. Yeah, really? But, um, yeah, those are still really great times. I, I think I can still do around 19 to 20 minutes, even in my old age. Uh, cause it's, I'm almost, oh, well, I'm almost 29 now.
3: Oh my ah. god, you're so old.
1: Wait, that's that sarcastic <laughs> sound. <laughs> How old are you? Me? Yeah. I'm 23. Oh, I am so old. Damn.
3: No, I was really, I, thought, I was really being sarcastic. I make fun of no, you. it's really not. I make fun of Indy all the time because she's slightly older than you. I won't say how old she is because she'll come to my house. Um,
1: right, she'll <laughs> you. But yeah, speaking of the devil, though, man, she needs to come back on the show.
3: Speaking of the devil, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I sold that, didn't I? Yeah, like this kid's you, style.
3: Indy does need to come back on. She's fun.
1: Yeah. Uh. Wow. ooh, That handles all the content, there's going to be a little bumper at the end of the show just to talk about how you can contact us and stuff like that. If you want to be part of our blogging team, contact me at relicsofor at gmail.com. Oh, I'm sorry, i got to say O-R-R, in case you don't know how to spell or.
3: (laughs) I love how you still do that.
1: I don't really do that because of JR. I know. know, It's funny
3: because it seems like you started doing that after he goofed up the spelling that one time. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe I just started paying attention to it. I don't know. Either way.
1: Yeah. I think that's what happened. Is just like it became more obvious that I was doing that. But yeah, he did do that. (laughs) Um, no, the the thing Jr. used to always confuse though is he would like do the acronym for the name O R or O R R, and it's like, dude, that's just the last word in our name. It's R O,
0: and then other Mm -hmm. people
1: put R O O, and I'm like, no, we are not like a kangaroo cereal friend. Yeah, so I typically go by R O. That's like the tag on our guild. I don't mind if people do R O O, but whatever. Right. It makes me feel like we should be more Australian. We should be more Australian. Crikey. Actually, I've been working. I've been working. See, when I go to do an English accent, I heighten my voice. What's up with that? Do you ever notice that?
3: I do the same thing. Like if you try and do a deeper sounding English accent, you just can't do it.
1: But all you got to do is look up. Oh, oh, what's his name? Crap, yeah. the guy who plays uh, Crowley on. Supernatural. He was the lawyer on Battlestar. Yeah, I remember that guy. That uh, that guy's a badass. He's English, but the thing is, his voice is so low that when people hear him talk, they think he's an Aussie. Oh, you know what? Because they're like, your voice isn't high enough to be English.
2: Speaking of television, I totally forgot to say this. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah.
1: Oh, I haven't played that.
3: It's it's (laughs) It's not a game, it's a a TV show.
1: It's also a book. (laughs) Game of Thrones. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. George R. 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 Martin.
2: Deep deep crazy mind yeah. story yeah
1: my care level and, um,
2: has been
3: as about it, as high as that as it has been it's kind of like so. hmm my care level has been as high as that as about as high as it has been for Portal 2 so so you're not
2: very excited about Portal 2
3: I feel the need to get it here recently um but otherwise I'm just I I, I don't know I'm like that with most things like music and games and TV if everyone's like oh my god you have to see this I'm like, usually just whatever I don't care
1: yeah yeah I'm gonna get Portal 2 someday. I guarantee I will, because I like the game, but it's like, yeah, I'll get around to it.
2: Yeah, same here.
1: Like, I finally got Left for Dead 2, but that was actually just so I could get Uriah Gary's mod. <laughs> I had to get a Steam game, so I'm like, well, you get the one that I want? Yeah. And I still haven't played it. Is that sad? That's really sad. Well, I yeah, was I've, just for Gary's mod.
3: I've had the original Portal for like a year, but I've just never actually installed it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna be. Wait, what was. I was gonna say that I'm working on my Crowley version of the English accent. What would he say? Like, low Gene, Win- Winchester. It's hard to do. It's hard to do low and English at the same yeah. time. It's like rubbing your tummy and patting your head. I can do that. <laughs> Chaz, is, you hear him tap his mic. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was that, um, what was I going to bring Oh, give us some iTunes comments and call us. Guys, we haven't had either of those in quite a while. I, I remember hearing about this Minecraft podcast called The Shaft. It's really good. And what they did was they made it so you couldn't join their guild unless you posted an iTunes comment first. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. I'm not saying we're going to do that, okay? So nobody start flipping. You know how the Guild Wars 2 community can be. Oh my god, you're going to do that? That's humanity <laughs> and general, dude. I guarantee you somebody just did that right now. They went, ugh. And then I clarified, and they were like, oh. <laughs> don't be so mad all the time, lifeless bastards.
3: Quick. Take offense.
1: Yeah, take offense. I really don't care right now.
3: <laughs> I'm sharpening up my pitchfork.
1: That's right. So, uh, otherwise, we have swag on the Zazzle store. There's is donate, there's all the stuff. I'm gonna talk about it later.
3: We have swag in real life too, but you can't buy it.
1: Yeah. So, alright. I guess that's it. Oh, and also audio snippets from community members, things like that. If you have any audio that you want to send in, like we're doing with the Monumental Task and with Christian's mashup, good on you. Oh, and we're recording the show on a Saturday because of easter tomorrow so if we there there may be a monumental task somewhere in there sorry if i didn't like introduce it properly i don't know if we got it or not or a mashup for that matter so mm. enjoy and, oh and i have i have right here it says relics big thanks to and there's nothing yeah
3: big thanks to so me big, for being awesome
1: yeah big thanks to Qatar um, for being here and <laughs> thanks for carrying us Qatar. yeah you know. thanks it thanks to everybody else that we were able to uh slander this episode
3: it's okay. Complaining is the easiest thing to do. That's why I do it a lot.
1: I imagine the other hosts of the show are listening right now, going, "Oh, oh my I wish god!" I'd <laughs> been there. These guys need kept in check. <laughs> so, all right, I guess a wheel of morality is in order, but I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing either. This is re- oh man,
0: uh, right? Well, that's
1: a great wheel of morality.
2: You know what? Yeah, I, 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 should... I was
1: planning to do something
2: this episode, but I haven't practiced enough on it. I was gonna, you know, um, Jimmy McMillan. No. The guy who says uh, the rent is too damn high, the what is too damn high? The rent.
3: <laughs> the rent is too high.
1: <laughs>
2: no. Rent is too damn high. high. You've never seen that? No. Oh man, such an internet phenomenon. Huh. A few years ago, a year ago. Um, basically, this guy he was like at a whatever you call it for when you have a debate between your governor, between governors and the people who want to be governors. Um, he basically showed up there and you. His, and he had a party called the Rent Is Too Damn High Party. Um, I don't know, it, it's just hilarious. He, like, stole the huh. show. So you're going to impersonate it? That's what I was planning to do. But, I don't know, I just can't do a good... He, he's a black guy, and he has, like, you know... He has, he has soul, and I can't copy soul no matter what, because I'm stupid.
1: Oh, so did I fail when I did the Old Spice guy? Because that guy's got some serious soul. I don't know. Wait, You're
2: speaking. We to should old, not old go Spice any further guy. down this. I was, road. Like, is flipping through the channels last night, and I saw the Old Spice guy on uh, what's it called? What's that show called? Uh, Hot in Cleveland. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the Old Spice guy. <laughs> Hello, ladies.
1: Have you seen the new Old Spice commercials with that guy who's like saying basically all manner of uh catastrophes can happen to you, but as long as you smell like Old Spice, this hot chick over here will want you.
2: <laughs> Never seen it. I have not.
1: Oh, it's a new campaign they're launching, and it looks good. Although, if that ends up, like, overtaking the old, old Spice guy, I'm going to be pissed.
2: Yeah, really? They should
1: do, like, Geico and just have them going all at the same time. Geico, jeez, man. They got the guy who's all, did, how does it say, does a drill sergeant make a poor therapist? And then they also have the stack of money, and then they also have the the Geico Gecko. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. And there's one more person. Who else is there? There's one more Geico thing. Oh, the extra normal crap. I made this commercial in 15 minutes. <laughs> yep, ad campaigns. It's great stuff. Oh, yeah. Makes great impersonation fodder. Or you could just watch Austin Powers. <laughs> or, oh, we didn't even finish the show yet, did we? No, we, we didn't. We're just sitting there <laughs> bantering on and on. We haven't done a Wheel of Morality, but I got nothing for Wheel of Morality. So, Wheel of Morality comes from Animaniac, so I'm just going to say, I seems to have ate my paperweight. <laughs> there, Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool whack-off. Balty, balty, Consider yourself plus one to pro because you've just finished another episode of the Relics of Orr podcast, a product of Cyan Studios. Swing by the website at relicsoforr.com to find our Facebook page, Twitter feed, Steam community, and our forum. Or send us your email or pre-recorded feedback at relicsofor at gmail.com or call us at the US phone number 708-202-9262. How do I get involved? You can join the forum or apply for a future reservation in the Guild Wars 2 Relics of Org Guild. Also, you can visit our sponsors at DoghouseSystems.com to show your support. Just enter the coupon code RELICS after you buy a product, and you'll get $25 of credit towards Jinx Merchandise. Alternatively, you can head to the main page and find a link to our merchandise line on Zazzle.com, or just use our PayPal Donate button. Be sure to subscribe to our show with whatever podcatcher you use, and if it's iTunes, leave us a professional review that we deserve. We'll read it on the show.
2: It's time for the weekly mashup. This is where we play you the best bits from previous episodes, because you were too busy.
3: Oh my goodness, you mean some people don't even listen to every episode. The only possible excuse this week is because we were busy.
0: It's been a long time. How have you been?
1: It might sound like crap, but hey, you know, it could be like T-Pain.
2: Gotta be fantastic.
1: Uh, it's embark hitch. I- I- M- embargo embark hit. hitch. <laughs> embark Yeah, embargo hitch. I wouldn't marry a yes man anyway. I'd... Jr, you can't. You can't bust my balls for this one.
3: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa! Back that up.
1: I guess I could take that back, or I could just leave it like it was and get some hate mail. Uh, you have the note here, relics. Big thanks too. and there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, <what? laughs> uh, well, we we'll see. hate I you think? all. <laughs> Kneel before Zod. Whenever anyone says that to me, I just go, "Why? What do you want to say?" Tasha gets on Twitter and everybody was pumped. Kind of
0: <laughs> and um, I chaz, chaz, you should be on Twitter more, dude. You should tweet like stuff. I don't care what, just tweet something.
2: So did he pass out? I I don't know.
1: <laughs> like in real life, you can't just look at a guy and go, "He's a plump." Well, actually, that guy's a plumber because the butt crack is showing. Wait, did you guys keep her in a box until now? Yeah, yeah, we did. We kept her in a box with Captain Martin Long. Did you see, when I think of a French guy saying it, that's how I hear it. It's like, Stevon. i <laughs> <laughs> I'm English. We just, we speak English properly. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Pie, diamonds, and wine, because the last two are all a girl needs.
0: I think we can put our differences behind us. For science. You monster.